0: Well,
1: what is up, Podcast People? Christopher Coleman here with tracksounds.com, and you're listening to Episode 14 of the Soundcast. Welcome back, and We are coming back so fast, at least for Soundcast, to be doing another one so fast because of a little show that was on last night called The Oscars. Maybe one or two of you watched it. Well, we wanted to get together and talk about um, the show, talk about who won, who lost. In particular, our beloved category of the best original score. And I've got a few wonderful, familiar uh guest on the line with me today.
2: Hi, everybody. Marius Massilar talking to you from Canada. Good to be back.
0: And hello, everyone. Tom Hoover from scorenotes.com here.
3: And this is Helen Sun.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from nowhere. <laughs> Important. <laughs> Sorry. Helen Son from, uh, hmm, where am I going to be from today? <laughs> yeah. You're from? I'm in West Virginia. West Virginia, and you're a contributor to Track Sounds, and Tom is the, is the webmaster of Score Notes, and Marius is a contributor to Track Sounds, and composer in his own right. Woo. Well guys, welcome, thanks for coming on on so short notice. We did want to try to have Yorn and even another person on. Pretty soon the Soundcast uh, uh, guests and hosts are going to outnumber the people <laughs> listening. <laughs> That's my goal. Is to have more on the show than listen to the show. Uh, no, not really. Um, well, the Oscars—it's all fresh in our minds. It's still fresh in my mind. I think it only ended about fifteen minutes ago. Actually, uh, what do you guys think of this year's Oscars? I thought they were pretty fun. I—I uh, I have to
2: admit, I don't usually enjoy watching them. Um, Why not? I don't know. I just—I find them to be a little uh, sometimes like they're trying a little too hard. And there was some of that this year too. I, I felt some of the jokes, even between the hosts and things like that, were a little bit, a little bit forced. Um, but overall, I thought the show came off uh, better than some of the previous years that I've seen. So hmm. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay. Anybody else? What do you guys think? I had a great time. Yeah,
0: I thought it was. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty much uh, by the numbers, except for a few key highlights. Uh, and I don't know whether to call it a highlight or not, but I'm still trying to figure out uh, what was up with that horror movie segment. Uh, yeah, the, the yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a little random.
1: I it thought. was. It was totally random. I, I, I was like, I, I couldn't, you know, they 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 kind of said it was coming, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then it came, and I was like, was there, like, some people die from that genre, or, you know, what the heck? <laughs> so I'm a, I am agree with you there. Ellen, what did you think?
3: Oh, just had a great time. I've been out of the country for a long time, so uh, this is my first Oscar show since, since I came back to the United States. When was what was the last one you saw? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. It was so like, long ago. Like <laughs> so, in the
1: nineties, wasn't it? It was
3: It was in the nineties. It, it was in the nineties. No, no, no. Oh, Wait, it wasn't. I can't remember. Okay. Sorry. They all kind of <laughs> blend together. Anyway. It, it blended together. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, um, yeah, I had a great time. I enjoyed it thoroughly.
1: Okay. All right, cool. I thought thought it was okay. I I was actually working at the same time. I was working on on a website I was mentioning um, offline a minute ago, but I was working on it and uh, watching at the same time, which really made it go fast, because I wasn't just sitting there focused on it. Um, But I thought it was pretty average uh, myself. Um, I I didn't think it was really great, I didn't think it was horrible either. Well, Helen, I know you didn't see it last year, but you guys saw it last year, uh, Mary's and Tom, where they had, um, what's his face, he was the host and he kind of did the song and dance thing, which was kind of trying to be a throwback to, uh, you know, ages long gone when when Hollywood was a little more classy, I guess. Uh, Did you like that style better than this, or did you like this better, kind of a more straightforward contemporary approach?
2: I kind of like the contemporary approach. It was a little more uh a, a little more coherent hmm. minus again some some strange elements in there that I, I wasn't quite sure what they were doing including that that horror movie montage thing but no I I I like the way they did it this year. I thought
1: it was uh I thought it was pretty smooth
2: for the most part.
1: Hm. Okay. Okay. Um well, unlike the Oscars, our big finale in this discussion is not who won the best picture and best director. Uh, that's a whole its a whole other category for us. So I'm going to hit you guys up with that right now. Those two together, let's talk about them. What do you think? And it happens to be the same winner, of course. So if you don't know who won the Oscars, spoiler alert, um, read a newspaper or something. Uh, best picture, the Hurt Locker, best director, of course, um... Uh, Bigelow. What's her first name? Just Catherine. Oh, Catherine Bigelow. What do you guys think about that? Is that what you expected? Surprise? Not surprise? Meh. What was your reaction there? Yeah, I was
0: personally surprised. I think that uh, perhaps the ego of James Cameron finally got to the uh, <laughs> to, to the voters, <laughs> and, and I, I think they 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 were primed to also give the award to a female. I think that had a little extra layer of uh, likability for the Hurt Locker.
1: Mm, okay, that's an interesting take. I wasn't really surprised. I
2: what I I was more surprised by the number of awards that the Hurt Locker won. I mean, I thought, you know, Best Director. Okay, I could I could definitely go for that. But all of the other, uh, how many did it win? Until I, I forget the uh, the number think, of awards. I think six. Yeah, something like like it really won a whole lot of them, and I'm I was kind of a few of them I was thinking, eh, I'm not so sure. Um, but I, I think it was I think it was well deserved in terms of the uh, the best director and uh, and even even possibly the best picture. Hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't get that. I, I didn't get the whole best picture component of it because when I saw that it just didn't jump out to me. Hmm. as a as a best-picture type of film when I saw it, uh, I guess it was last summer or early fall.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so in that sense, I was also surprised that, that it went the distance. Hmm.
3: Helen, what was your thoughts? Well, um, I was very impressed with The Hurt Locker. I, even before I knew who the director was, I was telling myself, you know, this director deserves the Oscar this year. Mm. And then I found out who it was, and that she was, you know, the first woman to win the Directors Guild of America Best Director Award. Right. Um, which surprised me. I, You know, this is 2010. <laughs> you know, there's been no other woman director that's won this. And then I yeah. found out, you know, the same for the Oscars. So I was like, yeah, I give it to her, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now Best... Picture did surprise me a little bit but given the popularity of the movie you know I I, I kind of expected the Hurt Locker to sweep the whole thing. Mm. Um, of course it swept everything except for what I
1: wanted it to sweep. <laughs> well save yeah save it there you can't don't go there just yet. No. Uh I I actually thought it was go I thought Catherine Bigelow was going to win um best director and I thought Avatar was going to win best picture. I thought that would be the most uh, not fair. It just seemed like the most reasonable uh, thing in my mind. So when she got best director, I was like, okay, you know, James, you can start standing up to come to the to the platform. And wasn't their seating position interesting? With it? <laughs> I'm glad they sat them one right and put her in front of him. I thought that was pretty pretty cool <laughs> as far <laughs> as how they sat them. Um, so that's what I was expecting. So when you know she's trotting off and you know they quickly do i mean they never d- did the final award that fast ever i mean hanks was just on it he was like walked up grabbed the thing and the winner is um <laughs> which i thought was wow i mean they're really trying to get finished here and then it was Locker again i was genuinely shocked um i really was not that i don't think it's deserving just i just thought that avatar would get best picture um so I was a little bit kind of taken aback by that. So then, all in all, what, did Avatar have three awards or something like that?
3: Or four, yes, maybe? Yes,
1: three, three for all the visual stuff. Yeah. You know, cinematography, art direction, and visual effects. Right. And so do you guys feel Avatar was snubbed in any way? I think maybe yeah, for maybe. Best Picture.
0: I, I, yeah.
2: Maybe for Best Picture, but otherwise I think it was fine. I mean, it's the highest grossing movie of all
1: time. I'm pretty sure it's got all the recognition it needs. yeah well you know what i i tweeted this question late last night i don't know if you guys saw it or not but and i'll ask it to you which would you rather have as a director on your resume i directed the highest well i directed the two highest but let's just stick with the one i directed the highest grossing movie of all time or i have i won best director best picture oscars which would you guys pick which which would you rather have on your resume
0: yeah, I guess the question oh. is which one would lead you to the movie deal next that you're looking to make.
1: Well, I mean, no, let's not conditionalize it. It's just just you. Which would you rather have? Yeah, I would take the highest grossing. Uh, yeah. I'd go for
3: the money, yeah. <laughs> money. <laughs> <laughs> if I made the highest grossing uh, picture, I wouldn't need a resume.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd just
3: finance my next movie myself.
0: The resume would be green at that point. That's exactly.
3: True. <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah, I got to agree. They got a point there. I mean, if at that point, you're really not having trouble convincing people to, you know, believe in you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, it's funny, the reaction that I did get on, on Twitter was the opposite, was, uh you no, know, if you have the best picture, best director under your arm, uh, you can pretty much call your own shots. And I guess the same is really true if you have the highest grossing as well. But... I just thought it was an interesting question because honestly, I don't know which one I would want more. Um, But
3: here's the thing: James Cameron already has an Oscar. It's true, but for you know, best director and you know, best picture. Do you think that worked against him?
1: That people said, "Ah, gosh, he's already well." If
3: I were in the Academy, yeah, I'd like to parcel these things out, you
1: know. But see, I don't think uh, I I, I don't think that's right. I mean, I heard someone talk about uh, Sandra Bullock. That she wasn't deserving because of all the crappy movies she's made in her past. And, like, that has nothing to do with her performance in The Blind Side. Which I don't think was the best one of the year. But um, I don't think that's right. I think that you have... I know that they don't do this. But I think that you should. I think it should be based on... If you're getting an Oscar, it better be for that performance. You know what I mean? Right, right.
3: I agree. I mean, I would never penalize someone for... Their past performances, but I'm just saying, but as far as are. an Oscar no no, no, as far as an Oscar goes, if someone's already got one, do they really need a second one as, see that's know?
1: penalizing them for yeah. having success in the past
3: <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> is it no. is I mean how many Oscars do you need
1: <laughs> none <laughs> no one needs any
3: well it, it, see <laughs> an Oscar is kind of like a promotion in Hollywood, right it, It's yeah. a big promotion, and if you've already gotten a promotion you you know. Parcel the promotions out to other (laughs) deserving people.
1: Okay, just one opinion. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, It's good.
0: I think that's actually a very realistic take on on how the voting works, and you know, you could you could look at the directors of the past, even like a Steven Spielberg and uh, Saving Private Ryan in the Shakespeare and Love situation. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It may be a factor. I think it probably is actually.
1: Yeah, probably it's it's a human thing, but I don't think it's right. (laughs) Get all (laughs) the humans out, make them all droids, and then they'll be fair. That's my that's my (laughs) theory. Um, any other thoughts on Avatar? Uh, its place in history. You know, most people are saying you know twenty years from now we'll be talking about Avatar and its impact, and not the Hurt Locker. Maybe.
3: Well, if I could just say one thing, I I liked Avatar. I enjoyed it. I'd probably if I had. You know, money, I'd go see it again and all that. But it wasn't all that original. The story was kind of hackneyed and,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, um, the score was hackneyed. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the visual effects, of course, was was stunning. But they got the, the Oscars for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I I didn't think it deserved Best Picture.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I Yeah. I tend to agree. I don't think it's the best picture, but I thought it was going to get it. Um, okay, so something that I know myself and Helen was looking forward to seeing. I don't know where you, Tom, and Marius stand on this, but the but the and and I certainly didn't think it was going to be connected to uh, the original scores in any way, but it was. And I'm talking about the um, uh, Legion of Extraordinary Dancer guys and their little montage uh, or dance to the score montage what do you guys think of that i think it reflects the sad state of attention spans <laughs> the sad state of attention span okay. well
2: well really i mean if the focus is supposed to be on presenting the you know the music that's that's nominated there i mean they they were cool and all but i i don't know i felt it was a little bit uh, unnecessary for yeah. the actual you know, for, yeah. for, like, the point was to present the nominees. Yes. So if you're if you're showing a dance routine, people are not going to be focusing on... It's absolutely right. You know, so for me, that was kind of like, you know, this is cool to look at, but you're
1: missing the point. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, well, I, I 100% agree with you on that. Uh, what did you guys, Helen, what did you think about it? Uh,
3: I loved it. I, I love LXC. I love them, love them, love them. And... I've been looking forward to seeing them dance for a long time. I don't care what they dance to, and the fact that they dance to my, you know, favorite topic, film music, I, you know, kind of made it sweeter. Uh huh. <laughs> so I liked it. Okay. I mean, their their dance style doesn't fit film scores very well, um, but you know, I'll take it, however, I, however I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> really, I just
1: love them that much. Okay, Tom. Yeah, I pretty much it was
0: thought it was as odd as the horror tribute was.
1: Oh man, it, that's, it, that's harsh. It,
0: it didn't. It, didn't uh, it, it just you know, perhaps if you look at it as a as a counterpoint type of thing, but it just didn't match up with you know, especially when, and no, no offense, when the when the Hurt Locker cue uh, was brought into play, it was just something unnatural. Let's put it that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unnatural. <laughs> well, well, you know, that's the thing. When they start, when they announced it, what they were going to be doing and who was going to be doing it to them, I was like, oh, that's going to be... It's the two things that I was most interested in in the Oscars. The, um, the LX... Is it LXD? LXD. Yes. And original scores. And they're going to be together. I thought, it's going to be awesome. And I didn't like it at all. I, th- I, I was very torn. One, it... Now... If you saw, the, you saw their performance at TED or the video at TED, and it was fantastic. They were doing it to a live little small ensemble, you know, violin music, and it worked. It really worked, but, but it worked because I didn't know what that music was, and, I was, and it didn't matter. It, what mattered was, let me watch these guys, and Mary, you hit it right on the head as I was watching. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, this is Fantastic Mr. Fox, but oh, I want to watch this guy doing this cool stuff, you know? and I was like, well, I was totally divided. Uh, and probably most people, outside of film music people, were totally oblivious to the music and they were watching the people. I, exactly. That was my
2: issue with it. I mean, they, don't get me wrong, they, they're really, like the troupe themselves are fantastic. And <laughs> considering the 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 awkwardness of trying to dance to some of those film music cues. Yeah, they, especially they, the Hurt Locker. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they pulled something off. I mean, it's, yeah, they did. you know, that's impressive in and of itself, but. uh, again why 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 distract from the point of
1: that segment i don't yeah well and you know what they what i was thinking was was the original song category or something would be something they might do something to or the or the big opening i thought oh they'll be in the big opening because you know you haven't really gotten into the meat of anything yet it just seemed like oh we'll get everyone's attention with a big performance by lxd and that just wasn't the case So I give them all kinds of kudos for trying and doing something original and and cool and bringing them, I hope they bring them back just in a different way. But, uh, yeah. Well, I I didn't have a problem with them dancing to film music. I think
3: um, if I had a criticism, it would be that the choreography didn't really fit the tone of the music. But if they had a better choreography, you know, I don't see a problem with it. No, so yeah. that's just. Me. And, and you, no, that's fine.
0: You know what would have been cool is if that uh, they substituted a tribute to hard music with, with a tribute to film scoring or film music over the ages. I think that would have been more hmm. appropriate.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: If you're talking about overlooked subject matters, I think uh, film music, you know, is is underappreciated and continues to be in mainstream oh, Hollywood.
1: Sure. Uh, well, you look at the way they did. Um Shaman. Uh, I mean, it was like, you know, they brought him out. They kind said hi, and they're like, and Steve Martin's like, I don't even know who they are. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I was so mad. It's like, come on, you them but you can't even see them anymore. And they like a Michael baker Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. You are absolutely right. And then, you know, what I, in a kind of backwards kind of way, I look forward to the in memoriam thing. Because I want to see what music they pick. Usually they pick something cool from Mark McKenzie or someone who just writes some really wonderfully beautiful, sad kind of music. But they had James Taylor singing a song. I was like, what are you doing? What are you guys doing? I mean, it, I was really not happy with that. I don't know if you guys even cared about that. But that, that's I, that. I do always wonder, okay, who are they going to put pick, pick for the In Memoriam uh, music this year? And... They really blew it, in my in my opinion. Um, I just art-
3: realized the last Oscar I saw yeah. was um, 2007 when they had a special um, award ceremony for Ennio Morricone.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember, remember that? that? That's the that's last right. Oscar I
3: saw. Yeah, so they, okay. they they do. I mean, that was a big affair, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no? that's true. So yes. they do remember composers and and.
1: That's true. Well, they had a big, huge montage
3: of his scores. They sure I loved did. it.
1: They sure did. And you know, they didn't do anything like that at all last night. Now that you bring that up, there was no lifetime achievement thing at all, was there? No. But no. we did have the horror montage. Well, it was kind montage. of like a John Hughes thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. And that was brilliant. yeah. There was there was that, which I thought was yeah, that was really but, nice. Well, I mean, since he passed away, I guess you know he couldn't be there, but obviously. You know, they didn't have the big thing where the person comes up and gives a speech. And, you know, they had Lauren Bacall there. She looked awesome for being, uh, she's got to be 80-something, I would guess. And, you know, she was there, but, you know, she didn't speak or anything. So, yeah, they didn't have one of those this year. Um, Okay, well, moving on then. uh, We kind of made some picks two episodes ago. And let's just hit on those. I hope you guys remember who you picked because I don't. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. I know Tom, you had me and you were all, exact opposites, I think. Um, but I don't think any of us got it right. That's for sure. Um, Mary, you remember who you said should I, win, and then who would win? Um, I know that
2: I was that I said I wouldn't be upset if Up won, but that wasn't one of my choices. I remember that. I think I said Avatar would win. Uh, no. Avatar should win, and and Sherlock would win,
1: or something like that. I don't think you picked Sherlock. Didn't I? No, I think Tom Tom picked just just to be an irritant, <laughs> 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 and, and just to be that way. And, and I picked it for real. Um, I don't think you picked Sherlock. I don't. I think remember. you might have picked up. I think you may have picked it. I think you might have said Avatar should, and Up would. And I do not have would? time to go back and listen to it that was my plan for the day. Mm-hmm. Um Tom, you said you said Sherlock would, but you right? Yeah, Eddie? I thought
0: I thought so I thought perhaps Hans Zimmer's popularity might have uh gotten him the knob, but it, it seems like up, oh, no pun intended took off uh, of Gino. <laughs> and yep. there, there was just no there was no slowing it down.
1: And who did you say should win? I forgot who you thought should Avatar? I I like
0: I like to have a compared to the pool of contenders I think yeah. Even though it's, you know, a highlight reel for Horner, it's it's still, if you compare yeah. it neck and neck to each of the scores, I think that one probably stands out.
1: Right. And I said, I said Avatar would win, but I thought Sherlock should win. Um, so none of us were sniffing up the right tree. And had Helen been on the show, she may, well, but she <laughs> hadn't seen the movie yet, so you probably wouldn't have picked the Hurt Locker either, in all honesty. No, not at that time, no.
3: <laughs> I didn't I didn't uh, like the score until I saw the movie.
1: Okay, well, that segues us perfectly into the winner of the best score, uh, which, of course, is Marco Beltrami and Buck Sanders' score for... No, what am I talking about? I got <laughs> Hurt Locker on the brain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Giacchino's score for Up what do you guys think about that I think it was well deserved
2: to be honest i th- I don't I don't know if it was necessarily the best from uh, I mean parts of it were kind of simplistic um, but I think when you look at it uh, in terms of a listening experience as well as the way it worked in the film
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think it's really a successful package and, and it was well deserved it's kind of old-fashioned kind of you know not breaking too much new ground but a very solid score in its own sort of world. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought. Uh, if for nothing else, just to hear Michael's uh, acceptance speech, uh, I'm glad it won because nothing fake about his his, his uh, words at all when he got up on stage, and I found it in a way to be inspiring. Uh, about stay creative, you know, embrace it, and look where it could get you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. His his speech was was heartfelt. Helen, what was your reaction?
3: Oh, congratulations to uh, Mr. Giacchino. Yeah, is that how you pronounce his
1: name? Uh, I say it about five different ways <laughs> okay. to make sure I get it right it, one of the five times. Um, he, yeah,
3: he, it's it's a good, solid score. Um, the other, There are three other people who want to ready, you know, from my point of view. Horner doesn't need another <laughs> the one. You won, you're out. <laughs> no, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, if they did something really, really awesome, sure, I'd I'd want to give it to them again. But none of those scores were, you know, all that amazing.
1: Sean so Holmes was amazing.
3: <laughs> I'm a big Zimmer fan, but you know, I, 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 I don't amazing, know, right? it wasn't one of his best. No, I had to start with the one for Crimson Tide, but you know, that's <laughs> older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway I've got, got, a, yeah, question, got, got a quick question for you guys If you don't mind uh, Shoot. If if you didn't hear any of Horner's work before Avatar Would that have swayed your opinion on the best Score for Avatar in this year's pool
1: Oh gosh That's that's, that's a good like question impo- That's an impossible question though yes. if, I, if I had never heard any I would of say yes. Work? Yes. yes Yeah, yeah, I yeah that's
2: not even a
0: That's that's a really
2: easy one Yeah I would say
1: it's the best yes pro- Yeah probably so Pro- probably probably so that's hard so what hard keeps to say. From,
0: yeah I'm just wondering what keeps it from getting that kind of recognition if you if you just strip everything else away and point to the movie it was meant for
1: it, uh, it's really it's really an extension of the Helen son rule' He's <laughs> one he's been successful we've heard that before so <laughs> Aunt, <right>. you're out <laughs> it's just extrapolating that rule a little bit further out. <laughs> Which isn't actually all that far from the truth. Um, uh, I think he probably did suffer because of that. And uh, maybe not won because of that. Um, so, Up is the winner. It's kind of like not a real super exciting kind of win. I mean, it is for Michael Michael Giacchino, of course. Um, but, you know, I don't think the film music world is... it. It's not probably up in arms against it. And it's probably not you know just like yes either uh it's just kind of like okay yeah fair fair enough is the kind of vibe that i seem to to be getting from it well i Uh, think
3: none of this year's uh nominees were a a yes type of score you know they're they're all good but not nothing really that that inspires a lot of enthusiasm
1: well well can i say this Uh, just on sunday all day as i was working I was playing, um, and I'm not going to even attempt to say his name right now because I'm really tired, but uh, Abel, Abel K and his score for <laughs> a single man. The more I listen to that, the more I think that was the biggest travesty uh, of the year. That there's, should no the way, there's no way that score should not have been nominated. And if it had not been nominated, there's no way it shouldn't have won. I mean, just hands down. It's not even close. And, and so I'm listening, I'm like, how in the world did it not, I mean, and even the type of movie that it was, you know, a part of, and maybe it didn't have the name. I mean, it would, it, se- it would seem to be a score that would get attention of someone, and that it would be nominated. So, to me, that's the biggest travesty of the whole thing. Um, the more I listen to that, the more I just think, hands down, that should have been the winner of the thing.
3: Do you know I mean, if it was eligible? Great. I think it's a beautiful.
1: I believe it was eligible.
0: Yeah,
3: because uh, I know yeah, a it was lot of the scores. Are...
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. You're right. It was. You're absolutely yeah. right. And, I mean, I know it won an IF, IFMCA award, and you know, and he was very appreciative of that as well. I just, I just feel it's such a, a travesty that that it didn't even make make a nomination.
0: Agreed. Oh, it but, might have been the length. It was an extremely short uh, score. I guess by academy standards, and who knows if anyone even took the time out to to listen to it on its own because it, it it's really a special score. I think yeah, I think it shows uh, Abel's uh, skill set quite nicely with that.
1: And in the movie, I mean, it it's it's just beautiful. It is a it's just a beautiful piece of music, and I, I, it just maybe because well no, because. Um, Oh, the Japanese composer who's on there. Is it Shigeru Umametsu? I think that's who it is as well. Maybe that had something to do with it. He's got two pieces, I think, maybe three on there. I don't know, but it makes no sense to me. And uh, and more I talk about it, the more upset I get about it. But, <laughs> hey, that's how it goes just about every year. Uh, well, let's wrap it up, guys. Do you have any final thoughts about the two thousand and I guess it's 10, 2010 Oscars? And the winners and the losers
2: I just want to say that, besides um, michael 's acceptance speech, which was um, like you were saying tom very very inspirational and very well um, very well worded it was it was modest it was um, it was nice to listen to. I also enjoyed uh, Sandra Bullock 's speech immensely mm-hmm. actually I thought that was real i mean first of all, I got the impression that she was like genuinely shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also a very uh, articulate kind of uh, message, so I really admired that. I mean, some of the other speeches were were kind of underwhelming, but those two
1: stood out. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I thought she gave a very, a very heartfelt speech, uh, and even showed up to receive her her Razzie Award. I mean, she's just you know she's just secure, solid person. It's like, hey. I'm the best and the worst in the same year. How many can make that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh Any other final thoughts on it? I will say the speeches, I think they did people wrong. I, I mean, and there was some weird stuff. I don't know about you, if you saw the one guy, I think he won Best Short Film or Best Foreign something, and he was talking, and all of a sudden this lady... Just jumps in. <laughs> that I'm was like, hilarious. who the heck is that lady? And he, and, you know, he wasn't like pushing her away or anything. So I'm like, well, obviously he he knows her, but what the heck was going on there? I mean, it was like, and he just let her go, and he would look at her every once in a while, like, get off me, you know. But but she just went, she just went for it. I don't know what that, what the heck that was about. Um, I think she was a producer, wasn't she? Was is that who it was? I, I think so. Yeah, I, don't know. I, the I read producer. an article this morning. Okay. Yeah. Because the princess was on the they, They said her name, they called her up there too, or what? She just went up.
0: She went up. She, apparently, she got around the, uh, the director's mother who tried to block her with the cane <laughs> and worked her way around that and got to the stage. Uh, apparently, she was removed from the project. Uh, I guess she felt unfairly, and, and she took that moment uh, to, oh, to make her one. Oh,
1: wow. That makes sense totally awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is amazing it's a well, that, far more exciting story yeah it, it really is it that really stands out of my mind i'll never forget that uh i always yeah, remember that in that that
0: the that. george clooney's frowns it could probably stick out pretty well
1: well i mean that to me was totally staged I mean, it was funny but i thought nah they totally staged that <laughs> that, that, that was my impression anyway and then the you know they gave jeff bridges a lifetime he didn't he was running out of things to say he's like sitting there like um <laughs> um and they just let him go and go and he's like and um hmm, yeah <laughs> and then they finally started playing the music but other people man they just cut them off they gave them no time and i thought it was i didn't like how they handled the that uh, i guess it makes sense to give your big names the most time but you know i i didn't think it was fair and the thank you cam i never watched I didn't I don't know if you guys watched the Thank you can, but I didn't go and watch that No. it's like once they once they're done, I'm not gonna go back and listen to them again, so <laughs> I thought that was kind of sad. I mean, you know, lose the horror montage and let people let people speak for five seconds longer or something agreed <laughs> <laughs> definitely you know you know it's
3: their once-in-a-lifetime moments, you know? Well, Give them well a if few you were the seconds. judge, it's definitely their once-in-a-lifetime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, they could have shaved down the, uh, the those uh, introductions for the best actor and actress as well because that was a little Just
1: the, Oh, with the five people? So yes, kind of what's that talking. about? Yeah. Did they do well, that they, before? That's holdover from last year. I kind of liked it last year because the whole vibe was different. I thought it was kind of cool. But they kind of blended it in this time, and it was kind of weird um, how they did it. But, it just
3: seemed like, you know, we already know these people are great, you know, so
1: self-congratulatory. <laughs> and Anyway. Yeah, 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 I guess so. Well, you know, the Oscars is never, it never fails to give us something to talk about, and for, for no other reason... Uh, that's why I love it, and I and I and I look forward to watching it every year. I watch, someone was kind of berating me, like, "Why do you waste your time with that? It's four hours out of your life." And like, it's like when I was a kid, we watched it. You know, we watched The Wizard of Oz once a year, and we watched the Oscars. You know, once a year, and it was just the thing that we did. And so, you know, I just look, I just look forward to it. And there's always something that happens that you're like, "What the heck?" You know, or something that's going to give you something to talk about, even if you're just ticked off at the end because some goofy thing won Best Picture or Best Score or something like that. So the Oscars are good for that. I'm glad it's around. I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think it's overly, you know, I don't think it's them really just trying to toot their own horns. I mean, they're, they're, it's a it's a organization. Organizations have awards. It just happens to be. A bunch of super famous, rich people.
3: You know? No, I don't mind the awards or, you know, it just it's just the extra five people standing there sucking oh, up time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it was, you know, some of those people we We're would actually never ten get to people. see. Oh, yeah, that's we, we, true. We, you know, well, Oprah's never, well, actually, maybe, did she get a nomination for The Color Purple? Uh-huh. Way back in yeah, the day? Yeah, she did, yes. She did, okay. Her first acting job and she got a nomination. Well, I guess that was why they picked her, uh, because I wouldn't try to pronounce her name either. Uh, Garibus Sibide. Uh, I can't remember her first name. Um, But, yeah, I guess that's why they picked her. But it was kind of, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings about it. I kind of like it, and then I kind of think it went a little too long. But anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Soundcast. I want to thank you all, Marius Massilar, Tom Hoover, and Alan San, for joining me tonight to talk about the Oscars. And uh, I think it was a good time. It was a good discussion. And we've got a year to go for another one. But uh, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of things to talk about between now and then. Uh, so for all of us, I want to say thank you to all of our Soundcast listeners. Uh, you can uh, download this episode uh, on our site or you can go to iTunes to find us there and subscribe. Please, if you do... Leave us some feedback. Uh, we've been, we got some very interesting feedback from the last uh, episode and episode before that, and uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts about the Oscars. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did you like the winner, Best Score, up or not? Did Avatar get snubbed? Did you like the LX, LXD dancing to the original score montage? Whatever you want to talk about, we want to hear it. Hear it from you. So, um, for everyone, I want to thank you again. My name is Christopher Coleman. I am the show's host and producer. And until we meet again, continue to enjoy your music.